Hey, yo, this is Basketball with the Boys. I'm Big Brett. And I'm G-Money. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Hey, um, what's today? Today, I'm pretty sure, is the uh, start of March Madness. That's right. <laughs> March Madness, boys ooh, and ooh. girls. Well... And that's exactly what we're talking about today, our yep. March Madness brackets. That's right. The more research I did right before we got on here, the more I don't like the bracket that I submitted <laughs> for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of upset with what I picked now, but it's fine. <laughs> hey, it's all right. That's what March Sadness is all about. You're right. Yeah, you never know what will happen. Exactly. Exactly. There is a 1 in 9.2 quintillion odds to have a perfect bracket oh, i already lost that so. <laughs> i'm actually still perfect so are you hopefully yeah wow okay i see you yeah hopefully you had stays murray way. state over marquette yep i did wow i know <laughs> whatever dude i had minnesota over louisville and uh yeah i'm feeling pretty good right now i know it's not gonna last but yeah Enjoy it while you can. I also had Minnesota over Louisville. Did you? Uh, yeah, and I think Minnesota's going to get crushed by Michigan State oh, now. No doubt. Yeah, but yeah. it's fine. <laughs> so, G Money, let's get into this. Tell, tell me what your uh, your final four is um, after all of this March Madness. <sighs> now I'm just sheepish to talk about it. But... <laughs> so I have Michigan State, Gonzaga, Virginia, and Kentucky. Okay. Not bad. I don't yeah. think that's bad. No, not necessarily. I mean, it's all like one and two seeds. Yeah. Um, which statistically is who always makes it to the final four. Right. Like we had like Cinderella story, Layola or whatever. Yeah. Year. Right. But they still didn't get to the final four. So um, it's always one or two seeds and, Maybe yep. a three seed here and there, maybe a four seed, but usually it's one or two. So those are the ones I stick with. Okay. So who do you got going? So in my final four, I've got Duke, Texas Tech, Virginia, and UNC, my team. You and Michael Jordan both. That's right. Vince Carter. <laughs> Vince Carter. So the only one we have in common is Virginia. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that uh, – that's that's the only one that we have in common. Um, Virginia usually makes it to the number one seed every year, um, yeah. so you you have a you have a good shoe in with with getting them to the final four, uh, at least the final eight or right. elite eight or whatever. But you know, um, yeah, I mean, so far, I mean, what what we got here is their their schedule strength is ranked number twenty four. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, not. I don't know how much how many they compared out of this, but you know, twenty four is up there. Yeah, I think uh, I'll check for you right now. But they have three hundred and fifty three schools ranked. Yeah, based on their schedule, mm-hmm. and um, so twenty four isn't bad. But the top five are yeah. just so our viewers know: are Kansas, Duke, North Carolina. Louisville, 
and Texas. Huh. So, and it's interesting because like Texas's win-loss record is 16 and 16. While all the other schools that I just mentioned all have like winning records. Right. Yeah. So, That's interesting. Yeah, I thought so too. I mean, it just because your schedule's difficult, you know, it doesn't mean you're going to be a good team. Right. Just, your schedule's really hard. Right. So, well, why don't you tell me a little bit about why you picked those four besides them just being one or two seeds? Well, let me tell you this. I'll tell you my my championship is between Duke and UNC, okay? Okay. They've had amazing games all year. Um, they got top caliber, you know, players, teams, coaches. I mean, th- this is one of the best rivalries in college basketball, first Easily. of all. Easily. UNC is my team, so I'm a little biased. But I have Duke winning it all, mm-hmm. all right? They've got just a solid lineup. Zion's an animal. Um, you know, I wanted them to, to at least make it to the Final Four. I wanted to see how my other two teams, uh, you know, fared. But I had Virginia, you know, going all the way uh, to the Final Four. All You know, the, the teams that they have to beat, they have uh, the 16-seed uh, team, and then they've got either Ole Miss or Oklahoma. And then, you're, okay, so first of all, Ole Miss and Oklahoma, they're ranked 8 and 9. Yeah. Um, I think Virginia can probably beat either team pretty easily. Um, the only thing is I, I watched Oklahoma – uh, a few times this season, they have um, Dallas, the old Dallas Mavericks, Mavericks coach, um, coaches Oklahoma. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, and his son's on the team. I, they, they have a pretty, they have a good team. They, they gave Kentucky a run for their money when I watched their game. Yeah. So I think if Oklahoma wins, they're going to put a game up with Virginia. If they can get past that, then Virginia, all they have to, they have to beat is either, Wisconsin, Oregon, Kansas State, or UC Irvine. So it's either going to be Wisconsin or Kansas State probably. Yeah. Wisconsin is a, always a good team. They're always very fundamental. Um, and I think, I think Virginia might overpower that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I picked Virginia there. On the other side, I picked, I picked a team that probably not, not everyone is going to be riding with, but I picked Texas Tech. Um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. And yeah, my brother said that was interesting too. He's like, "Man, you've got Texas Tech going a long way." I said, "I know." Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they're number three seed, so it's the, like not that weird. Yeah, they're they're number three seed. Um, their first game is against uh, a team that um, our local colleges play, Northern Kentucky, Kentucky Norse. Um, they're actually in the same league as YSU. Um, really? <laughs> yeah, same conference, and uh, so. Texas Tech, they should have a pretty easy first game. Um, you know, Texas Tech will then be playing um, Arizona State or Buffalo. Arizona State put up a good game against St. John last night. Um, so I think that might be tough. Um, but, you know, Texas Tech has had a, a pretty solid record um, all year. They've, they've played pretty, you know, pretty solid basketball, mm-hmm. um, got to the place where, where they need to be. They beat Kansas um, back in February, 91-62. to 62. Okay, wow. that says something. Um, the 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 only thing I was kind of nervous about is West Virginia uh, beat them in the uh, Big Twelve tournament, seventy nine to seventy four. So that's the most recent game, you know, that that kind of gets me a little nervous. Um, 
but you know Texas Tech, uh, I think uh, you know they're they're still going to play pretty solid. Um, they've had pretty solid games all year, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, I mean we'll see we'll see how that plays out. And uh, I know I'm I'm really excited to see who uh, who makes it. Good. Um, the final well, four. I have Texas Tech going all the way to the Elite Eight. Okay. And then yeah. I have them getting beat by Gonzaga. Oh, okay. So. These two teams are very similarly ranked in terms yeah. of their schedule. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, Gonzaga is 58, while Texas Tech is 55. Right. So right. they have a little bit harder of a schedule. Um, but Gonzaga is, you know, a number one rank. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. I just always have a soft spot for Gonzaga. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, you know, they play good team basketball. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always have high hopes for them, but I think what always hurts them in the end is their weak schedule. Yeah, for sure. But between these two teams, since they're so similar, I I gotta go with Gonzaga because they've won five more games than um, Virginia Tech, or I'm sorry, Texas Tech. Texas Tech, yeah, yeah. So and plus they have a little spot in my heart, so I think I'm going to go with them to make it instead of Texas Tech. But I'm, I mean, I'm right there with you taking Texas Tech like all the way to the Elite Eight. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think I mean they're they're both you know solid teams. Um, that that whole West side of the bracket is is pretty tough. I mean, you don't know what's going to happen with those teams down there. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me ask you this: What you had uh, you had Michigan State. I'm um, going to the to the final four. Um, how do you think they're going to make it past Duke? See, that's I think it'll be a very good game to watch. Now, obviously, they're one and two seeds, yeah. so it should be a good game to watch. <laughs> but I just feel like Duke is so hyped up, and this isn't the first like Duke or Kentucky or Kansas team mm-hmm. to be hyped up and think they're going to go all the way or do really well so i put in that michigan state's going to beat them because they're going to get too big for their own uh britches yeah (laughs) and they're going to um be overconfident and i think michigan state's going to be able to take advantage of that okay um one thing i do want to mention though about duke is that i was looking up all the coaches winning percentages yeah and so Michigan State's head coach has a tw- or a seventy-two uh, percent winning percentage. Mm-hmm. He's been in eight hundred and thirty games. Okay, Coach Izzo. Yeah, Coach K has a seventy-seven winning percentage. He's been in fourteen hundred games. <laughs> that is way more than any of the other head coaches I looked up. Yeah. And I think that even if Duke does get, you know, too overconfident, that his experience and, you know, just being in the uh, March Madness so much mm-hmm. may be able to reel them back in and get them past Michigan State to get into the Final Four. Just think of that, man. You, you go, you, that dude has attended at least 1,500 college basketball games in his life. Mm hmm. I know. It's wild. I like I I just can't even fathom. Like the other coaches I looked up, 
you know, I could see all their stats like on one screen. Yeah. I had to like scroll for Coach K for a yeah. little bit. He's had yeah. all this stuff and it was all with Duke. I mean, he's right. had for like three or four years, but mostly all with Duke. Yeah. So I just, I think that experience is going to play a big factor in, you know, how these games turn out. Yeah, definitely. Now, you got, you got Coach Calipari uh, taking Kentucky all the way to the Final Four as well. Um, you think they have an easy road? out in the Midwest? Um, I think they have – I don't want to say easy road, but out of all the teams in that bottom right portion of the bracket, Iowa State, Ohio State, Houston, Georgia State, Wolford, Seton Hall, tell me how many of those teams I just said have been to, like, the Elite Eight. <laughs> uh, not many. Not many. Barely. I mean – this is like their first time being back in March Madness, some right. of them. And I'm just like, Kentucky has so much experience. They know how this game is played. They got a good, solid coaching staff. They got good players, good recruitment. I think they're going to pretty much wipe the floor with the bottom right corner of the bracket. <laughs> yeah. The hard game is going to be against uh, like either North Carolina or Kansas, who are very difficult opponents. Yeah. Um, both of them are in the top five mm-hmm. for strength of schedule. Right. Whereas uh, Kentucky is number oh, nine. Yeah. So it's still top 10, but the two teams are, one of the two teams are going to have to get by is top five. Right. So I think that'll be a, a good game to watch and a hard game for them. But I think up until that point, they're just going to cruise through this. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, o- over here, I, I actually did some research on uh, the number one seeds and how far they've made it in the past, uh, you know, 15 years or so. Yeah. Um, a lot of these, you know, there's they've made it at least to the elite eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we we've got um, only two. Let me see it. Three, there were three number one seeded teams that won the title. Okay, okay. It was um, Louisville in thirteen, uh, Kentucky in two thousand twelve, and Florida in two thousand seven. And I believe Joe Kim Noah may have been on that two thousand seventeen. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> so, in the past fifteen years, there have only been three teams that actually have gone on and won the title as a number one seed. Okay. Yeah. So to say that, you know, Duke and UNC are going to make it to the finals and one of them is going to win it. Kind of nervous in saying that, <laughs> you know, yeah. I see what you're saying. Cause statistically that's, that's not who's going to win the whole thing. Right. Right. So, I mean, that's, that's just kind of, that's kind of what the numbers show. Um, you know, well, let me ask you: Why do you think these number one seeds can't hold up all the way through to the end? Do you think it's just because one and two seeds are so closely ranked that it's really more of like a coin flip, and that we shouldn't rely on the rankings as much? Or what the, do you think? I think the I don't know. I think the rankings are are a little bit overrated at times. Um, you know, there there's some teams on here that you know probably are higher ranked 
than they should be. And, and there's some that are a little bit too low and then they come out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, you know, I wouldn't say, you know, 15 and 16 seeds are uh, ones you should be keeping an eye on, but you know, the 12 seeds, the 11 seeds, um, you know, not 11, um, 13 seeds, you know, those are ones that you should probably, you know, keep an eye on um, in these, in these matchups where, you know, they're playing a, uh, a five seed or they're playing a four seed that mm-hmm. maybe they're ranked a little bit too high. Right. Well, you know, like we said in the beginning, we saw number five Marquette get beat by a 12 seed. Right. Like exactly. Pretty handedly. Right. <laughs> so like that shouldn't, according to the rankings, that shouldn't happen at all. Right. So, and I think that's why people find this so fun is because it's not, you know, it's not just based on the rankings. Like, yeah. You know, if you try and do a bracket with all the top seeds winning, you'll definitely lose. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so, sure. yeah, I, I think like one seed's getting to the final. I think that the games just get so close. Mm-hmm. And it's really all about who shows up to play that day. Yeah. Like all the one seeds that have been in the uh, finals the past several years that have not won. Mm-hmm. I think if you did like a best of seven, like the NBA, yeah, maybe it'd be a little bit different. You know, maybe those number one seeds are just more consistent winners. But when it counts, those number two, number three seeds, they show up in these beat and they beat these number one seeds for the title. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They got a lot of blood out for the number one seeds. <laughs> yeah. And I think maybe they play with a little chip on their shoulder because they're not the higher rank. You know, they don't right. have anything to lose. Right. Yeah, no, I hear you there. I um, I, I did some 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 more research here on uh, what the longest drought is in uh, making it to the tournament. Um, the longest drought that's been recorded is um, Harvard. Harvard went sixty six years without making the tournament. Because um, <laughs> they're nerds. Because <laughs> they're nerds. Well, no, listen to this. The next two teams are Dart Dartmouth and uh, Yale. So. <laughs> So yeah, I, I guess you could back up that statement. Um, yeah. um, well, I don't know if those schools are necessarily recruiting for basketball. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you. <laughs> um, but yeah, just kind of kind of diving into the numbers a little bit. Um, I found you know with with those number three seeds playing those those number fourteen seeds, number three seeds have a pretty good percentage of winning. They they win eighty four. 0.6% of the time in all time meetings in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you, you should feel pretty good about number three seeds. Yeah. Um, you know, the number three seeds this year, you know, LSU, we got Texas tech, um, Houston and um, Purdue. So Purdue's usually up in the air, but you know, we'll see what they do this year. Mm-hmm. Um, number five seeds playing, you know, the number 12s have a 65% chance of winning. Um, their matchups, which, you know, uh, that's not a high number either. No. <laughs> if, if you're thinking about it, you know, we, I gave Marquette, you know, that 65% uh, chance of, or I gave Murray State that 65% chance of winning, and mm-hmm. they did it um, against a real good Marquette team, but, you know, they just didn't show up today. Right. Um, yeah, what were you, you going to say? I was going to say that the next stat you have on here surprises me even more than that. Right. Yeah, go ahead. It says from uh, 1985 to 09, number six seeds have won 
69% of the time, mm-hmm. which is more than number five being right. a lower rank. Right. But then you have in the past nine years, they've only won 44%. Yeah. I don't, I don't get that. That's right. What's going on in the past nine years where number six seeds just aren't showing up. Yeah, exactly. Like I think, I don't know, maybe it's a problem with the rankings or something or maybe it might, it might be Who I knows? know, like with, with them expanding the bracket and everything, you know, making it, um, you know, more teams and everything in the, in the past um, decade or so mm-hmm. that, that might be it. I mean, number six seeds, um, you know, Maryland won today. Um, number six seed down in the West is Buffalo. Who knows? Arizona state might knock Buffalo out. Yeah. Um, Iowa state, you know, six against a, a number 11, Ohio state um, and Villanova's number six. So who knows? I mean, they're playing St. Mary's, um, you know, six, six is kind of up in the air right now. <laughs> right. Well, Villanova's down two at halftime. Wow. And Maryland only won by two against Belmont. Yeah. And that's crazy. Just yeah. barely beating Belmont. Yeah. I mean, that that's a little too close for comfort. <laughs> it's a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, finally, the, the, the last stat that I found interesting was the number seven seeds playing the 10. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're at 60% of winning their meetings too. Um, not a high number either. Um, but since 2013, those seven seeds have won 71% of those matchups. Um, three of the four first round meetings in those uh, five of those six years. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you might have you might even have a better chance more recently with number seven seeds coming out on top than you do have than you have you know six seeds right which is still mind-blowing yeah and and even you know a, a lot of these six seeds play these these teams that are coming out of the the first four um yeah. you know belmont and uh you know arizona state those, those are teams that you know shouldn't even have made the bracket right. <laughs> you know and they're losing to them. So, I mean, you, you probably feel better about those seven seeds. Um, you know, you got Louisville. Louisville actually lost to Minnesota today. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, and then Florida is up by 15 at halftime against Nevada. Wow. Yeah. So, I actually picked all 10 seeds to win in our bracket. All 10 seeds, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I felt pretty good about Cincinnati, though. So, I picked Cincinnati up in the south, but. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that, that really brings up the debate of, you know, are these rankings truly meaningful? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know exactly how everything is ranked, but it may just go like the officials that do this, they may have to like take a closer look at how they're ranking Yeah. or they may just chalk it up to being, you know, the luck of that day. Right. So they're like, you know, we rank it, but we can't predict how the players are going to play that day. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Man, I'm, I'm loving these games, though, so far. They're so close. I know. Um, some, some blowouts, but the blowouts are like, you know, ones that you don't really think of. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to watch the, the rest of these, uh, these games this weekend, too. Yeah. Me, too, definitely. I, I can't wait. No. Yeah. All right. All right, hey, man. We got. Yeah, this is, uh, this is March Madness. Yeah. Real quick about blowouts. I just saw this. Gonzaga is beating number 16, 
their 16th seed, 53 to 17 at halftime. Oh, yeah, that's not right. No, that's pretty bad. <laughs> Man, well, good luck to all you guys in all of your brackets. Yeah, let us know if uh, you guys have any perfect brackets or close to. Right, and or if you uh, agree with what we've said. Yeah, and let us know who you got in the championship, and uh, you know we'll we'll see uh, what happens in the next couple weeks. All right, peace, peace.